You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I invite you to journey with me to a new day. I believe God has led you to this moment and this place because He is about to bring purpose and potential to your story. So join thousands of women and men from around the globe who have discovered how powerful their stories become once Christ touches them with His purpose. Don't you long to make this same discovery? Then grab your coffee, scoot in, and join me as we let God's Word reveal how every part of your past has been preparing you for this very moment. Do we only live once or can we know life twice? Well, today we will meet the author of Yolt, You Only Live Twice, for an inspiring story of hope, transformation, bravery, and renewal. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coffee. You know what coffee stands for, conversations of friends of faith to encourage and equip. I'm Kim Crable, always delighted to have you join me in what I call just the best conversations ever, because I bring in people that really will inspire you with their true stories and will help you to see how Christ can change our lives, even in the most devastating times. And that's exciting and hopeful to me. Well, while I could go on and on about today's amazing guest, and he is, just about how about I just bring him on so you can see how amazing he is himself. And today, it is my honor to bring on Gavin Class. Gavin, thank you so much for joining us today. Kim, thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be on here, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, and uh just like I was uh, just as thankful for, uh, I think it was my junior year of high school. I was at your house for my first big Southern team cook dinner. And uh, I just remember leaving your house that night. And it was it was the best. I was like, I want to move to the South just because this cooking is amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, and that's what's so wonderful about this testimony and this time with you, Gavin, is most of the time I've not really met the people in person. I know them through a book or through a movie or through. But in this case, I can say I've actually touched you. I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my son and you were in my home because at that time we were both living in Baltimore. But since then, we both moved from Baltimore, but our stories and our faith went with us. And so what a great, great way for us to be uh, reunited. And you've you've had quite the story since you sat at my house on that uh, on that team. Yep. That team. And, and as a side note, may I say this to you? Yeah. I think it's so important. You know, we, we moved from the south into the Baltimore area and I brought along my husband and two sons. My youngest son was Austin, and you and your friends so embraced him, and you're so good to him. And, you know, may I just take a moment just to say thank you, because in the world where bullying is is so, uh, we see it in so many ways now, you all there at St. Paul's just wrapped your arms around him, and you were one of those. So just thank you, and what a message for teens today, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for saying that, Kim. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, to a mom, you know, it means a lot. So, yeah. well, let's start talking cool. about things, Gavin, that did happen uh, after we initially met. Let's okay. just dive into your story. Sure. Okay. Um, well, after we met, uh, it was a time where I had no idea. Um, I thought I knew who Christ was, but I really didn't. Um, it was uh, it was a time where before I knew God, I was uh, I was chasing after things in this life. Um, I was trying to find value from football. I was trying to find value from my job through drugs and through alcohol. Okay, this is all you know. A couple of years after leaving St. Paul's, all right, and then ultimately it was through chasing girls and sexual relationships, and, um, and these were all things I was trying to find value in. And uh, I ultimately came to a place where I had no hope in this world. And then it's when it wasn't until when God showed up to me through um, this Baptist preacher in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. His name was Mike Sams, and he was preaching on uh, Ephesians 2. And there's, uh, there's a verse, verse 12, it talks about him. He was teaching this about how if you do not have hope in your life, you don't have Christ, okay? And I was someone who grew up my entire life thinking I had Christ in my life just because I said I believed in Christ, okay? But I was at the lowest part of my life, and I had no hope. This message just absolutely wrecked me. Kim, I, I've never cried so much in my life. I was wrecked for, for two hours straight, sobbing my eyes out in the sanctuary, um, just with, with two other men around me and and um, assuring me and building me up and, you know, just letting me know that uh, I uh, I had this option now to submit my life to God and submit my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And it wasn't until that moment, okay, that the Holy Spirit filled me up, Kim. And the Holy Spirit, He showed me that I have value in this world i have been given a new name i am a saint i am righteous i am holy okay mm -hmm. and i have value and i have hope in jesus christ in eternal life so Powerful. in about in about one and a half minutes that's my that's my story Wow, that is so powerful, Gavin. And to, let's talk about what brought you to such a point of hopelessness. Because the I recall, and, let, yeah. and I hope I didn't just. I hope that I honored all that you said in the way that I yeah. should have. Let's let's back up because I can always. I, my mind is racing about all these things I want to talk about. I mm -hmm. just want to honor you for all that you just said. That was powerful. And the thing about it is, Gavin, everything you said is true. Everything that you just said is exactly what Jesus Christ wants to do for each and every one of us, right? But we truly, most of the time, have to get to the end of ourselves, don't we, but to really get to that point. And so let's go back to, if you will, I remember, Gavin, that when I met you, when you were at my home, you all were dressing out in football jerseys every day and hitting the field. What happened? Yeah in that process that, that kind of shattered your dreams and left you in a place of hopelessness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after St. Paul's, I went on to college to play football and I eventually ended up at Towson University in Maryland. Mm -hmm. One day during fall camp, I, we, were, uh, we were conditioning at the end of practice and I collapsed on the field from a heat stroke. 
So I collapsed on the field. They uh, actually, the trainers carried me into an ice bath and EMS got there, immediately took me out of the ice tub. And then I got to the hospital. They recorded my temperature at 108 degrees. And they estimated that my temperature got to 111 on the field. Um, because I had been cooled down in the ice tub for about seven to eight minutes. And uh, so they uh, they realized the hospital I was at was not enough to take care of me. So took an ambulance ride with uh, with my mom and the, and the EMS crew. We went down to the University of Maryland shock trauma. Mm-hmm. When I got to shock trauma, I ended up um, going into a coma. And I was in a uh, coma for two and a half days. Mm-hmm. And... During this time period, all of my my organs, my my kidneys, my liver, um, my my nervous system, my muscular system, it was all failing. And on my second day in the hospital, I flatlined. Yes. And they had to resuscitate me. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, this resuscitation was was hopeful. Okay, um, it, it was uh, it's where we get yolk from now, and yeah. we'll go into that later. I'm sure. Um, and then, so they were sitting there like, all right, well, we have faith that his kidneys are going to come back, but we're not so sure about the liver. So I, uh, ended up receiving a liver transplant while I was in the hospital. I ended up spending the next six weeks in the hospital. I was Mm -hmm. in the hospital for six weeks, lost 90 pounds of muscle from the heat stroke and rhabdomyolysis. I left the hospital, Mm -hmm. could barely, uh. I could barely walk. Um, you know, I was in back and forth between a wheelchair and a walker. And I did, I, you know, I wanted to treat this like any other injury playing football. You know, I'm sure you know how many injuries your boys have gotten. That, you know, just like me and broken bones and concussions. And I was like, oh, I'm going to come back and play from this. And yes. uh, that was, uh, that was my whole plan. And, uh, and for about two years, I trained to come back and, eventually got to the point where I was working with, uh, with a coach named Jade Iyer. He was doing all my rehab back in Baltimore and, uh, he's a strength and conditioning coach, which I am now. And he said, Hey Gavin, you know, if, uh, if football doesn't work out, I would love for you to come work for me. And that's, uh, that's exactly what happened. And, uh, you know, and just right then and there, I, I look back now and I start seeing the, the seeds God was sowing in my life. Um, mm-hmm. because if I never had this heat stroke, I would have never gone into strength and conditioning. And then if I didn't go into strength and conditioning, I wouldn't have ended up in Tennessee. Yes. So after Baltimore, I went to California and I was there for, um, six months, sleeping on a couch for six months, doing the whole strength and conditioning internship. And, yeah. uh, then I got a graduate assistant position in Martin, Tennessee. And I was working at the university there as a basketball strength and conditioning coach. And um, this this is when I came to the lowest point in my life. Mm-hmm. This is when I had, you know, since 20, 2015, I had been, um, I had masked a lot of everything that I had went through in the hospital. Um, just a lot of, a lot of deep internal pain that I had. Um, that I just bared down with me. And I had, uh, I had just gone into a place of where I was seeking fulfillment. Okay. I was looking for something to, to fill this huge hole that was in my heart. And I was, uh, 
you know, I was, I was going to drugs. I was turning to alcohol. I was getting blackout drunk every weekend. And mind you, Kim, this is after I had a liver transplant. Yes. So this, this is my, I'm treating my body completely terrible and um, just no regard to my life. And um, I, I end up getting to Tennessee and, you know, I've loved strength and conditioning, performance training, training athletes, working with young humans. And, you know, when Jay first asked me if I wanted to do that, I said, absolutely, because I want to help someone else just like he helped me. And then there was, there was one night I ended up going out with the players and uh, that I was coaching with. And I just remember waking up on the couch and I was just, just, you know, banging my head against the wall because I was like, Gavin, you are, you are exactly everything you didn't want to become. Okay. Mm. You are going out with these players. You're not being a mentor. You're not, you know, you're not helping advance these guys along in life. Okay. Um, I, I, I've had so much shame and so much guilt weighing over me. And then, um, that is the morning I, you know, got up and I, I walked, you know, this small town Martin, it was like, it was like a three minute walk to this, uh, first Baptist church of Martin and, uh, where Mike Sams was preaching and he was preaching out of Ephesians too. And he, he said that when you don't have hope, okay, I was at this place of no hope. I am completely worthless. Okay. I've only been looking for value from how I performed in football, how I performed in my job. Um, you know, how I did in my relationships, how many beers I could drink, how much weed I could smoke. And, uh, and I was just completely wrecked when he said, I don't have Jesus Christ in my life because I have no hope. And it, that whole entire sermon, he was talking to me. It's like, it's like he, you know, he, he was reading my emails and my text messages and to all the, you know, all the, the girls and all the friends that I was talking to. And I was like, how the heck does he know all this? And I, uh, I left that, that sanctuary that day, uh, completely changed man for the rest of my life. Because that was, a, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, I just love what what a story talking about going talking about from going from hopelessness to getting to a place where you feed other people mm-hmm. hope is is transform transformational. Gavin, what were the for those who are listening, what were the first few things that you did in this transformed life that got you started down a new path? Because it sounds like everything was completely different and you walked out different. How did, what, what were some steps that you, and that you started taking immediately? Immediately. Yeah. So it was actually, it was a really cool process leading up to that, up to that moment. Um, Cause first back, so that was February of 2020 and back in August of 2019, you know, without me realizing that the Holy spirit had convicted me to stop having sexual relationships. Uh-huh. And, uh, but that was, that was probably one of the biggest things. And then I had actually started reading the Bible again, you know, uh-huh. I, so the Bible was a huge part of my transformation process. Cause you know, I was reading it as a person who didn't have a relationship with Christ. And, um, and so that is immediately what was my first, transformation because I was in the word 
first thing every single morning. It was wow. the first thing I did. And it was, you know, it was, you know, people always ask, you know, how do I hear from God? <laughs> and they're in God's word is, uh, it's written for us. Yes, right. um, and it's like, if you want to hear God out loud, read the Bible out loud. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so uh, wow. that was, a. Uh, that was uh that was the biggest step um i started to go on prayer walks i would just go out and walk and pray before my day started um and this is right when the the world ended in 2020 <laughs> um so i had some time away i just finished up my graduate assistantship and uh i actually moved back to baltimore for a couple months before i came back out to denver and uh but that was uh it was reading the bible and being in prayer it was talking to God and hearing from God. It was building my relationship with him. And that Gavin, thank you. That's exactly what it is. It is building your relationship with him. It's not running out with a to-do list that I have to right. do this. I have to join this. I have to sing in the choir. I have to, it is exactly what you said, opening up that word and having a relationship with him. And I love what you said. If you want to hear from God out loud, read it out loud. Profound. Yeah. I love it. Yep. That's so awesome. Yeah. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Okay. So, so now let's go back around to what yeah. is you. You have this book that is, yeah. uh, I mean, everybody has to, and I will be showing this, but everyone has to grab this. I am so thankful that our friend from St. Paul's, our mutual friend from St. Paul's gave this to me. Uh, and you see his website going across the bottom of the screen. You have to order this book. It is, I think every Every young person needs to read it. Of course, every parent, because we see how your parents had such mm -hmm. a part, especially your dad in this. But we also yep. see the movement and the steps of God. Like, for example, um, you know, just putting you in the water at the right time probably saved your life. There were so many ways yep. that God was was preserving you for this great work that you have now, Gavin. It's just amazing. So let's talk about some of your great yep. work. What is YOLT? Explain that to us a little bit. What is the mission of YOLT? Yes, absolutely. So YOLT is you only live twice. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was, uh, you know, back when it was around that time, YOLO was a really big thing. Yes. And, uh, it's you only live once. And it was, you know, it's kind of completely the opposite of what YOLT means. And you only live once is, you know, oh, I've only got one life. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. That's it's what I did before I found Christ. It's I'm going to go out and I'm going to live for myself and I'm going to have no regard for my body and I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yes. And uh, but so Yolt originally started as this uh, because I had been resuscitated in the hospital. Yes. And um, and so it's got this physical meaning, but it wasn't until 2020. So that was in 2013. I had gained my second life. And it wasn't yeah. until 2020 I actually gained, I was born again into yes. my spiritual life, into eternity with Christ. Yes. yes. And so that, so that is uh, the mission of Yolt as, uh, as on the book cover, it says a life-saving, a life-saving message. And uh, yeah. I truly, 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 truly believe that the gospel is the life-saving message. And my story, it transformed into the gospel. You know, it yeah. is God's arm is not is not short enough to go out and reach anybody. What a beautiful thought, especially for those today who are living at this moment 
as they're listening to this and as they're listening to it on the replay, as they're probably seeing it on some network TV networks, you know, that we're reaching people who are feeling so hopeless at this moment. And uh, to, to hear this, and I pray for those who are listening right now, if you are feeling that and Gavin, maybe you'd like to just speak to them one-on-one yeah. uh, -on -one. Uh, maybe we'll just put you on the screen and just think, think about how you felt as you were in your hopelessness. And what is it that you would speak to uh, a young person, a dad, uh, someone who has just picked up addiction again? And they're thinking, I can't even believe I've blown it again. What would be your message just to someone who's feeling just the way you felt at one time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my message would be to them is, uh, the the hope that you're looking for is in christ um i'll bring out my coffee right here okay right here on my coffee i've got this little three circle diagram okay the first circle okay this is uh this is short story this is the gospel okay the gospel means the good news and for the first thing of the gospel for there to be good news there's got to be bad news and right here we have this circle right here of a broken world. That's all these squiggly lines. Then in a broken world, we have people like me who I was searching for football for hope. Okay. Got people like me that was searching for drugs for hope. Okay. To fill an empty void in my life. Okay. And we have people like me that was searching for alcohol and partying and relationships. And then we have so many people of this world who are searching for so many things, including like power and finances and just whatever can um satisfy them okay but ultimately all these things that lead out okay they ultimately slingshot you back into the world and you never hold on to something substantially okay and so the reason that this is that's the bad news okay the reason that this is good news is because we the world wasn't always created that way okay it was originally created with a relationship with god Okay. And so like, Kim, like, I know you would say like, they're still good in this world, right? Like you have, you still have a deep love for your husband and for your sons. Like that yes. is something that's good. And that is something that's pure. And that's how yes. the world was originally created was something pure, a pure world. Okay. But it wasn't until sin entered this world. Okay. And it created what's what we call a bunch of spiritually dead people. Okay. And everyone born after the fall of man okay is born spiritually dead and now these people have to become spiritually alive they have to instead of going out and searching for everything they have to turn to jesus christ okay the one the god who came down sacrificed his life for us died on the cross and rose again okay it is not until we turn away from these things of the world and we put our faith and hope and our value in the Christ as our Lord and Savior. Okay, He's the King of our life. He's the one that's gonna. Um, he's the one that's gonna give you hope again. He's the one who gave me hope again. Okay, um, the Holy Spirit is the one who then fills us up in our life. Okay, the Holy Spirit fills us up. Okay, we're created again as new creations in Christ, and then we originally restore our relationship with Christ. Because if you don't do this, okay, if you don't turn to Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will spend an eternal damnation in hell. 
Okay. And that is something that I don't think any of us wants. And that is something that we've created so much love in our hearts for is for finding people to, to bring to Christ. And that is ultimately Yolt's mission. It's, it's Matthew 28 and it's, you know, go therefore making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. And that, that is, that is, um, our mission as Christians, and that should be our mission is to is to grow this mustard seed. The kingdom of heaven, it's growing, and it's going to be the biggest tree here on earth until Christ returns again. Wow! Oh, I'm I, all I can say is I am so thankful. I ask you that question. <laughs> You know, I always pray, God, lead me in the questions. And that wasn't a question I planned. It just popped up. And, you know, yeah. that was just Holy Spirit led. And, and and how beautiful. I bet you use that mug with a lot of people sharing the gospel. Yep. That's it's, it's, been, that's, it's been great. Absolutely. So you are that that's. People will replay that over and over just to get just to get the truth. And and once they see that, Gavin, then what we, we pray, right? And we ask God to come into our lives and make that transition, correct? Correct. Yep. And that that's how the relationship begins. You go through that process and you realize everything that Gavin just said. And it's just as simple as reaching out to God and saying, God, I hear what Gavin said. I hear the scriptures. I hear this. And I want you to come into my life. I I want to know you as my King of Kings, as my Lord of Lords, as Gavin has said. And, and can, may I just say right now, if you are on this broadcast at any time and you have made that decision, please reach out to someone in your church. Please reach out to someone you know. Please either reach out to me or I'm sure Gavin on his website would love to have you reach out to him. Reach out to someone so that we can help um, encourage and um, uh, help grow you. Right, Gavin? Because people, I'm sure people come alongside you then to begin to help you in your walk with Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where the discipling comes in. Yes, absolutely. Discipling in the baptism. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it has to, it, that is crucial because, you know, God did did not make us to be, to live on our own and he doesn't expect right. us to grow and be all that we can be on our own. Right. Well, Gavin, we yep. only have a couple minutes. I can't thank you enough for joining me, but I wanted to ask you, yeah. um, you're, you seem to have a real joy of, do you find yourself, number one, did you ever think back when you were so hopeless, did you ever think that this could be the life that, that was just waiting for you? That was just one decision away? No, oh, I, I, uh, I had no idea. Um, I had no idea what a life living on mission for Christ would ever bring my life. And, and that to be in my daily life as a strength coach, um, just, uh, you will never experience anything like the Holy spirit in your life. You will never experience anything of, you know, waking up with such gratitude. You know, this morning (laughs) I woke up at, uh, I woke up at three 30. And, uh, and I was so thankful for hearing God while I was asleep and I just woke up and I was, I was just like astonished. I'm like, 
you know, it's like the Lord, like still just continuously amazes me. And it's, you know, it's something that, you know, I didn't know it was possible to have a relationship like this when, you know, I was at St. Paul's when I was growing up. Right. You don't. I mean, the, uh, one of my favorite scriptures is Matt, is Ephesians 3.20. Glory be to God who by his power at work within yes. us can do more than we could ever imagine or even dare to ask. Mm-hmm. Gavin, uh, class, you are definitely living that life beyond anything you ever imagined because of the power of Christ inside you and all to God's glory. I am so honored to know you, to uh, to hear and be able to speak to you, to see the transformation that God has done in your life, to know that all of these young people are now under your authority as a strength and, uh, and conditioning coach, just what God has done in your life. I'm so thankful for that, for uh, Yolt, that it's not YOLO, it's Yolt, and that you are showing each and every one of us that life is about being born twice and that Christ did give his life to make that happen. Thank you, Gavin, beyond words for joining us. And I hope that you'll come back and visit us on Coffee Again one day. I would love to. Let's do it. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, friends, I'd like Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I'm seriously, anytime you have an open invitation, let, let's stay okay. in touch. All right. You Bye, friend. It. Okay. And to our friends who are joining us here on Coffee, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I know you're leaving inspired. Who couldn't? What a beautiful story. And so bold, but yet so compassionate. So send us off to your friends. Everyone can be inspired by this. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Coffee. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, everybody. To learn more about Kim's books, teaching materials, or to invite Kim to speak at your event, please visit kimcrables.org. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, to learn more, please visit kimcrables.org.